0: I misspoke yesterday at Mass. I, uh, Zedekiah was placed in uh, by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon in in charge of Jerusalem and in Judea. He was the last of the kings of Jerusalem. Uh, and I, the way the translation read, and, and uh, momentary uh, forgetfulness, I said that it was uh, Hezek, or, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's uh, uncle and it wasn't. It was the the real king of Judah. But it's still. Uh, stands that uh, Zedekiah changed his name so that people would accept him more, uh, and uh, because Zedekiah means God is my righteousness, um, that uh, while um, he didn't have really, aside from being an uncle, he didn't have a legitimate right to sit on the throne, but Nebuchadnezzar put him there. And of course, today we hear how Nebuchadnezzar removed him from that throne, and put him and his family uh, to, to death, basically, and took the rest of the people, the last of the artisans, everyone uh, from Jerusalem into exile, leaving behind only the poor, only those that uh, would serve Babylon by providing food. I found myself, and I, I continue to find myself, thinking about uh, Babylon uh, these days um, for good reason. Uh, not only today's psalm response, there by the streams of Babylon, we hung up our harps. They asked us to sing songs, and how can we sing a song of joy in this place of exile? That's a good paraphrase, isn't it? How can we sing a song of joy when so much is wrong with this world? But even more so, that what Babylon symbolizes. Now, if you talk to anti-Catholics, they'll say Babylon symbolizes the Roman Catholic Church and a story. Well, that isn't it at all. Babylon symbolizes the world, and St. Augustine is very clear in this, that Babylon symbolizes the world, that, uh, that it's, it's that worldly powers and worldly influence is the thing that takes our attention away from our heavenly Jerusalem. The contrast is Babylon and Jerusalem. And the more we look around, yes, it's going to be a little political again, but but uh, hopefully it gives a sense of comfort. But the more we look a lot around, we see Babylon, don't we? We see po- people grasping uh, for their own things. Uh, yesterday I came across a quote by, I think it's Tim Scott, of, he's a senator from North Carolina, just a wonderfully spoken uh, uh, African American, just just has clarity of mind and and, and heart, and and just was bold <laughs> in some of the stuff. But he reminds us, he, he, there's uh, again on Facebook, there's a little meme floating around that we don't do justice by tearing down in our anarchy. We do justice by following the political system. It's not falling into Babylon. It's falling into the heavenly Jerusalem where there's order. Babylon is a place of chaos. And not only that, in today's first reading, we hear again, Zedekiah was placed by Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. But Babylon is never satisfied. This world never is satisfied. And this world never satisfies. It never does. It never will. And if we place our hope In this world. We're lost. And who are we to sing songs of the Lord in this place of exile? Now, that shouldn't get us upset because we know that Jesus Christ, of course, comes into the world, that Jesus Christ comes to establish the new Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem. And this gives us a sense of peace. And and we might ask the same thing as a leper does. Lord, if you wish, You can make us clean. Lord, if you wish, you can heal us. You can heal this division. You can heal this rift. You can heal the sickness. And of of course, he would say, I do will it be made clean. He wills it, not just desires it, but he makes it happen. And only in Christ, only in God, can we find fulfillment? Again, this world is so fickle. I like that word. Maybe maybe because I like pickles too. But the world is so fickle, it's, it changes its mind time and again. Like I said, Nebuchadnezzar put the king, King Zedekiah, in place and then took him down. And this world time and again puts things in place and then takes them down. We're currently in a, in a day and age that... Again, political, but uh, St. Junipero one of my hero, I have so many hero saints, but one of my hero saints whose feast is actually this next Wednesday, which I find fitting for our last day here, but St. Junipero defended the indigenous people. He walked to Mexico on an infected leg some, how many, thousand miles in order to protest the treatment that the soldiers were giving to the indigenous people. He protected them, and the statues of him are being teared down because he didn't do enough. Isn't that Babylon expressing itself? Or, I believe it was in Wisconsin, a statue of an abolitionist, somebody who fought against slavery was his, the statue that was placed there to remind people that uh, he fought against slavery, was defaced because he didn't do enough? In a 100 years, will they be looking at us and saying, with the same eyes of Babylon, he didn't do enough? Or will we have the eyes of the New Jerusalem saying, Jesus Christ willed it, and we responded to his will?